Hello, everybody. This is Jared's show. And it's been a while, so I wanted to say hello. Um, for people who aren't uh, watching this, I am actually standing for this because I have a lot of passion slash energy for this topic, these topics that I'm really going to get into in this episode because it is something that irritates me like no other because this, is, this isn't just a battle for what you like. It's a battle about what you need slash the soul. And this is a battle for the soul. So go ahead if you're watching this, if you're listening to this, make sure that you, if you're on YouTube and you're watching this, make sure you like that. Make sure you share that. And make sure you comment. I would love to see comments on this. You know, I probably won't, but I would love to see comments on this because this is going to be a very heated discussion episode. If you're listening to this, go ahead and follow me on Apple Music, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast. Go ahead and press the plus. Auto downloads, leave reviews. I would love to do that. Give me a one-star review and tell me that I'm a piece of garbage. Or give me a five-star and say, wow, this guy is going crazy. He's going stupid with it. All right. Self-promo. Also, oh, also, um, I've been away because I've been working on music. So, please... I'm I'm just I'm asking you I'm just I'm pleading with you, right? Please go and listen out listen to my new song Speechless. It's out on everywhere that you listen to music. Uh, it's the same name as my YouTube name, X A R O D Zared. And make sure that you listen to that. Uh it was in time for Valentine's Day, so that's the reason it was an inspiration for why I made it. Um then before in December I released a project called Emergence, which is my first commercial EP. I did everything except for making the beats and the people who, are, who made the beats, so everything's credited for them. Make sure you listen to those four songs because those four songs, um, I had a lot of fun making them. And two of them, one of them on the side, one of them put you in your place. I was talking real crazy, just kind of having fun with it. I wasn't even talking crazy. It was just like just telling someone straight up, like, come on, man, stop playing. So please listen to those on everywhere that you can listen to music. It is there. It's a picture of me on there on both on both Speechless, the single, and then the project. So you won't get confused. Uh, it was made by uh, everyone that I did everything with Zared Records LLC, which is for all audio engineering and slash entertainment purposes and services. All right, self promo out the way. Let's go ahead and get into this. I have a few note points that I wrote for specifically when it comes to the church portion that I'm going to talk about uh, that I might start off with. All right. For the reason that I wanted to do this episode is um, I know we all see the current state of affairs, the current toxicity and in Ohio's case, very literally the toxicity that's in the air. Um, this really comes down to like, why is everything happening all at once? And why has everything just been so crazy the past few years? Well, I can tell you, I mean, I've said this before, and it, but it is by design. Um, I don't think people... It's like a part of me wants to say that someone isn't that smart to do this and plan everything out. But one part of me is saying that they're also 
not that dumb that they're really just, you know, this wasn't part of the plan at some point in time. I do believe that they're opportunists when it comes to Ohio. I do believe that with that train derailment, okay, yeah, train derailment. And also, don't get don't get it messed up, okay? The argument about this whole thing in Ohio isn't about the train derailment. It's about why did you start burning up and pretty much just uh, chemical warfare an entire city and pretty much almost <laughs> because, you know, it goes through the air, like the entire state of Ohio and even some other neighboring states. That's the argument. The argument is why did you nuke the town? Um they're like, oh, you know, it wasn't we didn't want it to turn into some big frag grenade. So you didn't want it to blow up, but you decided to, you know, just uh just chemical war for everybody. All right. Well, whatever, I guess. It's not whatever, and there's a reason why didn't you know nothing's no one's talking about it, and they're just purposely misinterpreting the whole entire problem with why it's why people are so upset. And the Biden administration doesn't didn't want to do anything until big Trump men. Also, it's Trump day to day. I just wanted to say thank you, Trump. Um, oh, I should have wore the hat. But anyway, until Trump said something, and then the Biden administration finally decided that they should do some. All right. Uh, so there's something that I really need to talk about. This really all comes down to Christian weakness. And I know what you may be thinking. How does this have to do with anything? How does this have to do with Ohio? Well, actually, I'm not saying it has to do with Ohio, but it does have to do with Ohio in the sense of the people who let this happen are the antithesis of of Christianity, pretty much. And it's not hard to see that. Um, When you have Sam Smith um, and assless chaps and he's working his fat ass, on on the Grammy stage, you know, it's like it's it it's so boring. It really is so boring. It's like wow, you really couldn't think of anything else. Like you had to wear the devil hat with the horns, and you had to dress in red, and you have to do. It's so boring, and it's it's just like oh, it's so blatant. People are. It's it's not even just like oh, I can't believe he did this. No, I actually expected him to do that. It's just that it's so boring. Like you couldn't come up with anything creative. At least. At least Lil, Lil Nas X was over there twerking on the on the devil, you know, whatever, man. And that's, so then, and then even though people like to say, "Oh, it's the devil," I mean, they're just pretty much pleading the case for that Christianity exists, considering how much they target it. It's just so boring at this point. Generations and generations, over and over again. Here we go. Here's the guy with the devil horns again. Look at this. Look at this guy. Look at the guy with the devil horns. Look at him with the assless chaps. Look at him getting fat. Look at him gaining 150 pounds. Music. He's like, come on, man. Like, you're so you're so corny. It's just so corny. Is it? And this is why it's like it doesn't it doesn't make sense of why the church should be splitting. And this is the American church with in terms of all dioceses, in terms of all branches of Christianity. Like, it doesn't make sense why we're splitting. I mean, I understand why we're splitting. I get the whole point of it. But if you are really a Christian, you wouldn't split. The Baptists are over there having drag queens in their, in their, in their congregations in terms of baptism. The Catholics split off every once a while ago because they don't want gay pastors or gay, gay preachers. And they don't want 
uh, the rosary to be given out to people who don't deserve it. The 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 Methodists are going through a, a split right now, and I, I was very interested, and so this is an inspiration for the episode. The Methodists are going through a split right now, and the reason why they're going through a split was from what I understood and what I was told months ago was because of homosexuality. Which is a good thing to split over because it's not even just a point of like what you like. It's not even just like do you like busting nuts in 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 dudes or in women. It's it would it's more about the the conversation about the soul, and that's what a lot of people don't understand when it comes to why churches are like why does why is gay a sin? You know, Christianity is not for me because they hate gay people. It's like no, it, we don't hate gay people. It's the whole. You're not you're not supposed to act on every little surface level essential or just every little temptation that you have. Just because someone is gay doesn't mean that they're automatically we hate them. That's another thing people get misconstrued is that Christianity, everyone's just supposed to love. It's like, no, we're not supposed to just love everything. No. We we're supposed to forgive. Yeah, that's true. But we're not supposed to love everything. I'm not gonna love someone who I'm not gonna love Satan. I'm not gonna love Someone who's a child rapist. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to love their actions. Love the person. Not the actions. That's the whole part. It's like. We love the people. We love the person. We just don't like the fact that they're going in behind and busting it down on someone. On a, on another man or another female. It's not that. and it's, That's not the thing. It's there. Another thing was like. Well, you know. Do you believe in gay marriage? You know, well, yeah, because why can't people get married? People who are gay before did not were not excluded from getting married. They just couldn't get married to the same sex. That that was the whole thing. There there was no discrimination for them to not get married. If they were gay, they could get married. But guess what? It had to be to the opposite sex because that's what that is. There is no such thing as gay. And then I'm not even going to say marriage because you can just go ahead and chop that in half and just go ahead and castrate that off. That's how it is. That's the whole, that was the entire conversation. That was the entire argument. So, but you know what? The people who who want to be activists, who are part, who are wanting to push the agenda, they're going to continue to do so because they see that. Well, they don't see that. They're just not getting contested by people who actually believe in Christianity, who actually believe in a good with a capital G. Like it, because um, yeah, it's you. They want to see that. They want to make sure that their flock isn't spoiled, that the bad apple doesn't ruin the bunch. They want to make sure that everyone is on the way to heaven and they're not going to burn in hell because, listen, th- this is the whole point. You're going to burn in hell whether or not you sin or, or not. It's just, just a matter of that's always going to be on the table unless you decide to actually worship God. Then... You won't go to hell. But if you don't decide to worship God and get on your knees and beg and plead, if you're not willing to do that, then hell is inevitable. Now, that's that's the part that people don't understand. But I but I don't want to sound like, like well, I do. No. Um, Christians have been so weak because they have been oppressed by the government. When you have LBJ saying that Christians listen... Christians, Jews, Muslims, but especially you Christians. Uh, look, I'm pointing at the camera for those of you who aren't. 
um, watching. Hey, Christians, get the hell out of politics. But, you know, politicians decide to, you know, they want to say seven, you want to have like 17 different sentences just to say, um, go yourself. The politics is just literally just means public, public goods, just anything public. That's why people nowadays are like, why is everything so political? Well, it's like, well, everything's been political. It's just that the people who want to push the agenda are pushing the agenda now. And before they weren't getting any pushback, but now they are because now they're graping children and grooming children and all types of the worst unthinkable things that you can do to a child. That's what they're doing. The misinterpretation of what politics is when people say they don't want to be political is... I mean, I get it because they weren't taught anything to be themselves or, you know, just be an individual. Um, but, like, be a strong, God-fearing individual, of course, is what I mean. In school, because if they did that, then they wouldn't have people on the welfare state. They wouldn't have poor people that they can say that, hey, look, I'm big daddy government. Being, do you have a job? You're political. Do you make money? It's political. Do you pay taxes? You're political. Do you go to the grocery store and see $9 for 12 eggs? You're political. Um, do you drive a car? Did you buy that? You're political. Did you Do you pay for gas? You're political. Do you pay for electricity? You're political. That's how it goes. There is no such thing as being political. There's no such thing as being neutral. No, that's not. A, that's never been a thing. It never will be a thing. It never has been a thing. And it's currently not. That's not what it is. The Christian weakness has brought us to this point because the Christians are not willing to put themselves, not sacrifice themselves for the well-being of other people. So the Methodist split is really something that irritates me the most because the the little church that I go to I can tell a lot listen and I'm gonna be real with you whenever at that church I'm the youngest person there I'm like okay there's some there's some kids that go there every once in a while and they're like but they have parents and also I'm the only colored person there I'm the only person who has melanin in their skin at some point you know I got the cocoa butter complexion I'm the only person there who who actually knows what's going on I mean, they're mostly conservative there, but they're the, just leave me alone. As long as you're not sucking me off, then as long as you're not, hmm, okay, I'm not going to say that part, but I will say the other part. As long as you're just, as long as you just leave me alone, you're, you're okay to get anal beads in you. You're okay to get, you know, uh, damn it. What is it? Ah, uh, okay. The joke's over, but you're, you know what? As long as you, you can do whatever you want. As long as you leave me out of it. That's not how that works. Um, it's, just, it's, it's along the same thing with the pastor being, and I remember there was an actual um, teaching about this, but it was like, you know what? God is love, and we should all just love each other. It's like, okay, yeah, I get the point. It's like, it's just supposed to be wholesome, but you don't have to convince us that God is love. 
if we needed convincing that God is love, we wouldn't be there. We are there because we understand that. We want to be part of God's love and give his love back. You don't need to convince the people who are here that God is love. We know that. The people who are not here in the place, in this house of worship, they are the ones that need convincing. And that's what they fail to understand. That's what the American church fails to understand. Because we are not trying to convince the people outside of the church, outside of this house of worship, that God is love, is how we get to where we are now. People aren't, people are not, people are not being challenged to be a better them. They're not challenged to be a better person because there is no such thing as accountability for them. All they think is them as themselves. They're just walking along. And they just think, well, as long as I can do whatever I want, then that's whatever. But that's not how that works. When you go out, like I said, everything is political. Do you buy things? That's political. Do you want to pay less? That's political. And even then, most people are like, well, I'm not religious. I'm spiritual. It's like, okay, so you're acknowledging the soul. But where does that come from? Well, I just, you know, I want to realign my chakras. What does that mean? Do you have a soul? How do you know that? I'm spiritual. I'm a lyrical, spiritual, miracle individual. Okay. Who gave you that? That's the question I always ask people. And they can never answer it. Because guess what? And when I ask them that, they have to acknowledge that someone created them. Someone gave them. Someone gave them the... Soul that they can understand. Someone gave them something that they can really understand what's bad from good. What's, you know, when people, whenever I have somebody saying, well, whenever people say they don't believe in God, I was like, okay, well, what's stopping me from blowing your, no, I don't say that, okay. There's a few little lines before that, but it's like, okay, well, do you, do you think murder is bad, right? I'm like, yeah, okay, well, how do you know that? Oh, because it's bad. I was like, what's stopping you from blowing my brains out right here and now? Well, it's illegal. Is that okay? But where did that law? Where did that law originate from? Did they just, they just, they just blow a load on the on the wall and saw what stuck, and then oh look, murder bad. Did they do that when they made the law? No, they didn't. Life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness. Where did that come from? So that. I'm going to look at this because I'm, I'm losing my train of thought because I'm getting irritated because this is the way that I've, I've been feeling recently. But um, we need to get back to a point where we can, well, we're all connected by something and specifically connected by God. Uh, we don't even, people like to say that there isn't some sort of national language. You know, English is the national language. You can say, well, you know, well, I go to this place, I go to this city and they speak Spanish. Yeah, I don't give a f- that doesn't matter what, like, what, the basically two miles away from getting your head chopped off Cartel Mexico? Yeah, of course they're going to speak Spanish there because they're two miles away from Mexico. Yeah, that makes sense. Where is the Constitution written in English? Okay, well, I could put it up in Spanish. No, 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 just no. That's not how it works. Well, you know, uh, you know, if you, and I was like, if you call the cops... 
They're not going to speak Spanish. Well, they, they should. I was like, no, you should speak English. How about that? Um, yeah, how about that? How about you make it easier? If I if I go to, to Spain, I'm not going to expect them to speak English. Their language is Spanish. And I'm all right with that. If I go to... What is it? If I go to China, I'm not going to be like, hey, you... <laughs> okay, just calm down. Hey, you Chinese bros. <laughs> hey, you speak English. You speak English. No, I'm, I'm just going to expect them to speak Mandarin. I don't expect them to know English. That's their country. I was like, yeah, but America is, is full of different cultures and all that. Okay, they're full of different cultures. The founding people, the founders were... Christians and Jews and some of them are Freemasons, but guess what? They all understand that God exists. So we can't connect to each other with language or God or good or innocence when it comes to children. Which is why you have Sam Smith with assless chaps and twerking his fat ass on the Grammy stage. They're making the very the strongest argument that God does exist because of how much they hate it. It's like the same case with when it comes to when it comes to Trump, Big Orange Man, and pretty much everyone, everybody else. Um, the media is just like you're really making the case of how much, how much, how effective he is because of how much you want to glurp, gargle, gag, and glob on him as much as you want for. What is it? Since 2012. So, I mean, 2016. So, almost seven years. Let's do six years because he didn't go into office till 2017. You're really making the case for how effective he is and why people should vote him in is because how much you hate him. How much just pure, you cannot stand him. That's the way... That's the way the passion. Nah, I'm not gonna say that's the way we should be. The passion that they have for how much they hate God is how much we should say that we hate not them, but evil. How much we do not accept evil. We should accept the people, of course. We should not accept the actions of them. If they are out there sinning, if they are out there in the club shaking it, going crazy, it's going crazy at night, getting, you know, having unprotected, going crazy, going crazy, bump and grind, R. Kelly type stuff, then they should not be accepted into the church. We should tell them, get the f out. Get out. You will not sit here and spoil everybody else in here until you are willing to get on your knees and cry and beg and plead. That God, please forgive me. If you are not willing to humiliate yourself in that way, you will not, you will never be accepted into this church right here. And some people may not like to hear it, but guess what? That's the way it is. If you are not willing to go to that extent to under to show you that or to say that you you believe that you're wrong, I mean you know that you're wrong, then get out. Get out. But I guarantee you, once you once you realize that you were wrong and whatever it is that you were doing, you're going to come out a better person. 
if the person's action and that's another thing it's like oh that's so mean yeah i don't care uh the actions of somebody tells you their lifestyle if someone is out there putting mollies in in that girl's champagne and she ain't even know it and taking her home and enjoying that and she ain't even know it then that probably tells you they're probably not christian that probably tells you that they probably do not believe that there's going to be some sort of accountability. You know, if they're going to die over them Reeboks, you ain't even know it. Then that probably tells you that they're probably not going to be the most, you know, um, conformative type of person. This Methodist split. Listen. I'm fine with splitting. You know, I think it's absurd, but I understand because... The people who are just believe that love is love. And I remember there was a sermon at the church where it was saying, you know what? God is just, God is love. You know, when I look out into the field and I see just how beautiful the green hill country is in Texas, that just reminds me that God is just so, so beautiful. Okay. I mean, that's true. I'm not going to sit here and say it's not. The problem is, not all love is equal. God just doesn't... God loves us all. But he does not... How do I say this? I'm not trying to... I'm, I'm getting a little irritated again. Not all love is equal. God's love is not equal to someone who likes to go crazy. and likes to... Spread DNA in some dead body. Yes, I'm bringing up crazy examples to get your attention. That's kind of who I am. But it's also, you know, someone who, you know, someone may love, may get the thrill. They think they love anyway. They have they they think they get the thrill of them holding somebody at gunpoint or doing. You know, at that point, whenever people like uh, the people see, you know, these homeless guy loves heroin that's not the same thing as you know, your mom loving you that's not the same thing we can all acknowledge we can we can acknowledge that everyone who has a brain can acknowledge that the homeless person may actually legitimately love heroin and he may he will literally do anything for the heroin but he he is at the whim of it he is worshiping that and that's really what it comes down to when it comes to the whole we all love, you know, God is love and I mean, which he is, but the whole, you know, us Christians, you know, God is love. That means we should just love everybody else. We should just love every, we should just love everybody. We should be accepting of everything that they do. No. The people who, the homeless people or majority of them, and I mean like 90, over 90% of them are homeless because they're drug addicts. Now, I'm not saying that's like, yo, you're a drug addict, so, you know, we shouldn't care about what you think. We do care about what you think. We want to help you, but you're not willing to help yourself. They, when it comes to people who are drug addicts, they are worshipping the heroin, the crack, the cocaine. They are at the whim of that. They will do anything for that. Which tells you that they have the capacity to do anything when it comes to worshiping something. They have the capacity and the love to do something. 
you know, it's just unfortunate that it has to be heroin. It all comes down to what you worship. A lot of people say, oh, I'm not religious, I'm spiritual. So you, like I was talking about earlier, it's like, you. so what do you, well, what drives you? Well, I want to get money. So you're willing to do anything for money, right? Right. If, uh, you know, there's there's always that stupid question, and I hate when I get this, because I'm, it's like, I understand, it's like, ha, ah, it's supposed to be epic funny, and it's supposed to be, like, just, you know, oh, oh look at this humor type of thing. But it is really annoying, cause, and I'm trying not to be the buzzkill whenever people ask these dumb questions like that. So I, sometimes I acknowledge it, but sometimes I'm just like, this guy being stupid with it. It's like, oh, well... You know, would you would you go up and glob a dude for for a million dollars? And I say, first of all, a million dollars isn't a lot of money. It's not. Second of all, um, just because I can have the opportunity to get a million dollars doesn't mean that the ends or the the means justify the end. Uh I'm not willing to curb stomp seven babies to get a billion dollars. I'm not willing to curb stomp any baby for. Any amount of money. I don't care. I don't worship money. The people who... That's why people are like, oh, you're such a buzzkill when uh, people say stuff like that when they're just like, well, I, I'm not going to participate in this because it's like, oh, you're such a prude. Yeah, you should be prude. You should be very prudent. So the, the means never justify the ends. It's like, would you fellatio, would you fellatiate a man for <laughs> for a certain amount of money? It's like, no, I'm not gonna do that. But people worship money that they're willing to do anything for that, even if it's just like the hypothetical thing. So when they worship, it's like you could you have the energy to worship this other thing, this material thing that you can't take up with you that. Is not going to be written on your gravestone. But it's just un you unfortunately have you're putting your energy towards worshiping something that you will never take with you into the afterlife that won't enhance your soul, won't enhance your mind in general. And that's the problem when it comes to these these this American church. They are not willing to talk about the soul. They are not willing to tell you that what you are doing is wrong. And I, I think ha there's multiple reasons, I would say. I think the two biggest reasons is they're afraid of losing people because, you know, um, a lot of them run off of tithings and stuff like that. So it's just, or they get a lot of money. So it's like unfortunate that it, <clears throat> a lot of the stuff comes down to being a kind of a business model. And that's really unfortunate. But yeah, you have like millions of dollars mega churches and everything it's nothing bad with having a lot of people in your in your church or in your house of worship and all it's just when it comes down to like oh you know tithings means give us money i mean tithings don't really mean that tithings could be a prayer <clears throat> if you're praying for somebody that's i can i can i would consider that a tithe a tithing and it's really unfortunate. But we should be, the, the American church should be talking about these things because it has a direct effect on them. Like I was saying earlier, LBJ passed a, a bill saying that you Christians, you're not allowed to say anything about a politician that is either de not defaming, but saying that this candidate is wrong and this candidate is right. Because if you do, you're no longer going to be a charity and we're going to tax you. 
they can't do that. The government can't do that. They cannot make a law that, uh, which they can't make a law that. I'm trying to think of the favors favors a certain church or disfavors a different church or anything or a different religion. But now the religion is money. Now the religion is themselves, which in, you know, if you're worshiping yourself, then you are worshiping the devil at some point. Because the devil, you know, even the devil believes in God and the devil always wants to tell you that he's not there. But he's always living within you. If he wasn't, then we wouldn't need to have a belief in God. We wouldn't need to have a faith in God that he's there. We, sh the church, should be activists. The the other people are activists, and guess where they are? They have power over everything. They have they have a gay boy who's married to a dude and who ripped the child from his from its mother. I don't know if it's a him. I don't know if it's a boy or a girl, but ripped the child from his mother so that way they can pretty much a glorified dog. You have a <clears throat> you have a Satan worshiper, um, gimp guy as the what's that dude's name? Stealing luggage and all of that. Where he has a pentagram on his chest in one of the pictures. I forgot his name's like Sam something. You have the you have pro murder presidents, pro murder senators. You have Stacey Abrams. Thankfully, she lost. She was saying, let's, let's make this clear. reason why women are poor is because they're not allowed to murder their children. Like, wow, at least you're honest. The church should be saying these things. And if you are, and if the American church is so afraid that they're going to lose their charity status, then you then get the hell out the way. Get out the way. The people who should be going to church should be the people who are saying, you know what, we need to get out there. Because guess what? What's it called? What are they called? The, uh, the resource centers for women, for mothers who have children and they don't have the means to take care of it. Save the Storks, organizations like Save the Storks. The, the organization that is providing resources for these mothers who don't have the means to 100% take care of the child without any sort of, what is the, I'm trying to think of the word that doesn't, they, they can raise the child without any sort of abrupt, abruption and, you know, just anything deterring them from doing so. They're getting bombed. They're getting firebombed. Yeah, Brett Kavanaugh almost getting, or and a would-be assassin from California going to his house and getting arrested because he's a... <laughs> Those people are out there. And guess what? There's no accountability for them. Yeah, BLM going out there and going crazy. Burning judicial, not judicial, but burning courthouses, murdering people. Well, to that I say, 
us Christians need to be the ones that are out there and counter counter protesting them. And we shouldn't be this all oh, just like, oh, we're out here, look at us. We should be out there willing to sacrifice ourselves for this cause. Like I always say, people always like to say, you know, something phobic, something phobic, this phobic. It's like, we're not afraid of those people. I'm definitely not afraid because if you come at me threatening, I'm just gunning your I'm gunning your ass down. I mean, that's just how it's gonna be. I'm not saying that we should all go out there trying to gun people down at all. You know, of course, violence isn't is always the last resort. But if someone's you know threatening you with other guns, I mean, look at Kyle Rittenhouse. That boy gunned them boys down. Shout out to Kyle. The church should, shouldn't even be worrying about losing their losing their charity profile, 501c3. Those people, if you show them what real leadership, if the church shows them what real leadership is, people will flock to it. Children need leaders. People need, children need leaderships. Everybody needs a leader. And when people see a lot of people aren't political because they're tired of hearing all this garbage that's hearing on that's going on um, on CNN, MSNBC, NBC, CBS, ABC. They're tired of hearing any, all of that, but because they know that this is something that's wrong, they don't want to hear. They don't want to see the. They don't want to turn on CNN or ABC and see the death toll for COVID. They understand that, like, oh, dude, this is so like, no, nah, it's just so stressful and this is so crazy. I don't want to watch this. What would be a better scene, all right? A, a death counter on CNN of how many COVID deaths there are or a how many lives are saved counter for for the COVID um, government lockdowns? Which one looks better? Which one, if you turned it on, would be like, oh, okay. Probably, I would say probably the one where it's like lives saved or how many actual lives are saved. Unjustfully closing down businesses and especially unjustly and unconstitutionally closing down the church. You're not allowed to worship. Do what we say. Okay, you pay us. Oh, well, too bad. What are you going to do about it? What are you going to do about it? And that is the real question. They, the, bureau, the bureaucracies and, and even the government really run on a model that says or asks, what are you going to do about it? What are you going to do about it? And to that I say, how far you want to take it? And that's, that's the way I'm rolling. Now, the church, I think, we should, I think we should be the way too. Because obviously the other people are winning. However you, t- however you decide to take what I said, you take it however you think. How you take it however you think you said, all right? You have your own opinion. We hate, Christians hate evil, as we should. Everyone hates evil. That's the way it should be. You know, all Christians, you know, or we should all be loving of everything. We should just love everything. Turn the other cheek on everything. That only works on a small scale. You know, if, 
your wife slaps you, all right? Like literally physically slaps you, slaps the taste out your mouth, you turn the other cheek. Okay. Um, if you go to the school and you see your child taking puberty blockers and getting his nuts chopped off and all of that, that's not a turn the other cheek situation. That's a, okay, now you got to do whatever you got to do. That's not, there's not a turn the other cheek. It's always, that's not, that's not a turn the other cheek situation. So this split, this is even a split past just the Methodist church and all the, this is a split between the country in general. Although most people understand that this stuff that we're seeing is wrong. But they have no courage to say so. And if you have a problem with any of the things that I say, I would love to talk to you about it. I'm a cool guy. If there's a problem with anything that you say, it's like, well, you should be more nice. No, I'm not going to. I'm a nice guy. When it comes to stuff like this, when it comes to children and their actual lives, no, I'm not going to sit there and just be like, well, you should be more nice when these people are, are murdering their children. I'm not, there is no such thing as being nice. It's either you, someone's murdered or they're not murdered. And that's what I want to say about that. So, that's my take on everything, all right? Make sure you like, comment, subscribe on the YouTube channel. Make sure that you, if you're listening to this, make sure you hit the follow, you leave a review, and you tell me what is wrong or what isn't wrong, or and you make sure you follow me on everything. Um, in the link description of both the uh, podcast and the YouTube video, there's going to be a link to all my social medias. It's Xerod Records all the way down the line, pretty much. Instagram, Twitter, Truth. I think on, on Truth, it's just Xerod. That's really all I want to say about that, all right? I'm a cool guy. You can ask everybody. So thank you for everybody who listened to this. I'm hoping that this was, even if it doesn't inspire you, at least it entertains you in some way, all right? I don't mind putting myself as a target, all right? That's what I'm willing to do. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. This is Zared's Records.